It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Wilson going to the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking in zone, wide open, touchdown! First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson! And it goes to Corey Davis. Crowder trying to get him out of space, slopes a tackle, and there he goes! Crowder! It's a foot race, and Crowder is in there! A 69-yard touchdown. He'll hit immediately. He got the handoff. You know that's the Q-inator. Oh my gosh! Listen. Thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it's time for the Jets Eagles pregame report. So for that, we bring in our friend who is the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at jetsinsider.com. And above all that, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbley. Chris, what's up, brother? Uh, not too much, you know. Just uh, getting ready for another exciting week of Jets football. Yes, exciting indeed. Before we get to that, and of course we're going to do props, and we're going to talk about the line, and we're going to get picks from around the league from Walter Cherpinski of WalterFootball.com. We're going to get into the injuries, but first, some quotes, a couple of fun ones too. We heard from Robert Sala, who said that Ronnie Blair's sack last week was one of the cooler moments that no one's really talked about. Blair's battled a lot of injuries and as we know he and Salah go back to their 49er days so they have a good relationship there so it's nice to see although now Blair back on the practice squad Salah said that he thinks Quentin Williams is a pro bowler personally I tend to agree with that Salah recalling joint practices with the Eagles in August said he was shocked by Jalen Hurts's ability to throw the ball okay sure Connor McGovern had one of the better quotes of the week he said Regarding Elijah Vera Tucker, if you were going to build an offensive guard in a lab, it would look like Elijah Vera Tucker. Very true, which is why I'm surprised the analytics geeks don't like him a little more because they like labs and stuff like that. So you'd think they'd be more in on Elijah Vera Tucker and the Jets trading some picks up to get him, but no such luck. Denzel Mims opined about the bad luck that he's had this year. Looks like he might actually get some opportunities later today, though, and we'll talk about that a little later when we discuss the injuries. Quinn Williams asked about Pro Bowl voting and potential contract extension. Referring to outside distractions, he had a great line. He said, I definitely haven't been thinking about that. That's like rat poisoning, which is what Coach Saban used to tell us. Nick Saban has a way with words, apparently. So, Chris, that's more or less what we heard from Robert Sal and the players late in the week. We got some spicy quotes there. I like that Nick Saban line that Quentin Williams delivered. And honestly, Connor McGovern's quote about Elijah Vera Tucker might be the best thing he said since putting on a Jet uniform. The, the Saban one is funny to me. Uh, not funny is probably not the right word, but I think I, it, it says a lot that th- at this point in uh, Quentin's career, He's still like just uh, parroting back Saban mm-hmm. quotes. Like he's he's been a Jet. Like that tells you like now how much of that is just the success that comes with it. And then he he's I'm he's going to take those lessons he learned from Saban and he's going to apply them the rest of his life. I'm not the biggest Saban fan, mostly just because of how grumpy he and miserable he is. I remember after they won the championship one year like he was like already miserable talking about getting back to work like before they even left the field and that's just not my vibe I'm, I'm somebody who likes to enjoy themselves so 
but you can't you can't deny the results and the impact that that Nick Saban has on players. Not just I'm not even talking about the obvious success on the field, but like the the way that the lessons and the uh, stick with players and they talk about him well after they've left Alabama. Um, but and also I I would agree uh, with I haven't I haven't looked at the you know exactly who else would be making the Pro Bowl, but Quinnen is absolutely in the discussion, deserving. If he was playing, uh, you know, more snaps instead of uh, the rotation being so heavy, he'd be probably even more on it. Um, but I'm definitely, uh, you know, in the discussion without a doubt. And then, yeah, the Connor McGovern quote is great because they're right. And that's, you know, I talked about Elijah Vera Tucker before going up to the draft. You did as well. Uh, and I there was watching him, I was like, yeah, man, this dude is somebody that, like, if he's there, they got to get. And I, I wasn't thinking that they'd be trading up for him. But when they did, I was like, yeah, this makes all the sense in the world to me. There, there wasn't a, a second that I questioned it. It was – and it's a large part because of the way he looks and the way – but also watch him put it in action and watch him play. And I, you can see it on tape. Um, there's not – you know, draft crap shoot, absolutely – and offensive line has been a little shakier in the last couple of years, but there's still like the all, drafting offensive line early is still one of the safest bets. Like it, as safe as it gets in the draft. Uh, and so you can never be sure that anything is a sure thing, but there is reasons why uh, Joe Douglas traded up for him and why a lot of people were like, yeah, that checks out. That would make sense. Chris, just to drive home your point about Quinn and Williams in the Pro Bowl, this is courtesy of our man, the Thunder from down under, Luke Grant. Quinn and Williams is number one in sack percentage and number two in total sacks among all interior defensive linemen. So there you go. Certainly a persuasive case for the Pro Bowl. Also been a really good run stuffer as well, although he's really coming to his own as a pass rusher this season. Let's talk injuries, Chris. I mentioned Denzel Mims. Keelan Cole is not going to be playing. He's on the COVID reserve list. We're not sure about Corey Davis yet, although it seems like he might play. But even if he does, he may not get as many snaps as he normally would. So Denzel Mims expected to get an extended look in his return to the lineup this week. Talk to me about what you're hearing as far as Corey Davis and the rest of the injuries surrounding the Jets right now as we head into the game later today. Yeah, with Corey Davis earlier in the week, it, it seemed like he wasn't going to uh, be able to play at all. But he did uh, give it a shot at practicing on, on Friday, and it, it went better than expected. So there is uh, a, a very po- real possibility that he could play or at least play at, you know, on a limited basis. But, you know, we'll have to wait and see. We don't know if there was any type of uh, setback afterwards. Sometimes you can – go through a practice feeling good and then, you know, you feel sore uh, afterwards for whatever reason. So we'll wait and see on that. But yeah, either way, Keelan Cole out, that'll get uh, Denzel Mims some reps in there. Uh, he can maybe, you know, take both reps for both of them uh, at certain times. But yeah, he's he's had, you know, a nightmare of a season and really a nightmare of two years because 
remember the training camp last year, he kept getting hurt or he was hurt and then they thought he was ready and coming back and then he kept missing. Then he finally was able to get in, get a little bit of playing time and, and stabilize at the end. But And then this year has just gone down the drain bad as well. So you got to hope that he can, uh, you know, he's feeling good and he can take advantage of this opportunity with Keelan Cole out. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Chris, let's try and make some people a few bucks today. The world-famous Very Big Deal predictions, if you will. And we'll start with the spread in this game. The Eagles are minus 6.5. What do you think? This is tough, especially because it's like... I, I legit feel like it's 50-50 right now on who we're talking about playing quarterback for the Eagles. And uh, without knowing if it's going to be Jalen Hurts, Gardner Minshew, that, that makes a difference to me. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I feel much more comfortable laying those points with Jalen Hurts. With Gardner Minshew, I'm not nearly as comfortable, especially because of the Eagles' running game. Like, you take away – uh, Jalen Hurts is running ability, and all of a sudden, I'm I'm wondering what that Eagles, the rest of that Eagles rushing attack looks like. I I'd, I'd hold off until uh, you know there. I'll say this: I'll hold off until they announce actives, and if Jalen Hurts is playing, then I will uh, lay those points and I will take the Eagles. And if Gardner Minshew is playing, then I will go ahead and take the Jets on that. Your lack of faith in the mustache really concerns me, Chris, especially since you yourself have pretty righteous facial hair. I would think you would stick together with Gardner Minshew, but hey, it's okay. A little bit of facial hair betrayal here on the podcast. Total points over under 45. Just, you know, here's the thing. Just a mustache. Grow the whole beard, man. You're you're an adult. You're an adult. Don't just, don't do half. Like, also, I look super creepy. I did it once when I was shaving with the mustache. Soup, like super creepy. Like if I leave my house with the mustache, I should be arrested immediately. Um, <laughs> but so forty-five. Again, this is this. If I'm going under either way on that. Individual player prop bets for touchdowns. Miles Sanders plus one hundred five. I'm going no. On this and every Miles Sanders under just because of how badly he screwed me in fantasy for the first (laughs) however many weeks of the season. Jalen Hurts plus 135. Yeah, uh, go go ahead and take that. If he plays, then I'm I'm comfortable with that bet. Devontae Smith plus 120. Yeah, this is another. uh, I got to wait and see. Uh, Jalen, actually, you know what? Give me, give me a yes on Devontae anyway. Gardner Minshew can still make some things happen, and uh, Devontae's been playing really good. I think he can, he can get one. Devontae's playing really well, but I just don't like plus 120. There's not enough to gain there. Dallas Goddard, plus 145. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. Same, same exact logic there as the Devontae one. And I wouldn't take it for the exact same reason that I wouldn't take Devontae Smith. I just don't see the value. Both guys are really good. I could see either one of them potentially scoring a touchdown. But you know me, Chris. The ones that I like are the ones where I like the guy's odds and I also like the line. So when you put those two together, those are the ones that I tend to like. And one of those that I think could be a decent bet in that regard is Boston Scott. He's plus 235. Yeah, this is the the Eagles again. They really frustrate me with how they were doing their uh, running back rotations. 
uh, and then all, who they're playing when, because I thought Gainwell would be getting a lot more reps, and then all of a sudden Boston Scott's getting in there, and then they get Jordan Howard in there. Um, I I like I like the touchdown there. I, I have a feeling I'm going heavy on the unders, uh, just because there's so many possibilities with running backs with them. Kenny Gainwell, another running back, plus three ten. Yeah, and Gainwell's my my favorite of the group, but I I I like Boston Scott's the the running back I'd I'd be most likely to roll the dice on the touchdown with. Quez so Watkins plus three fifty. No, you gotta stay away from that one. Jalen Ragor plus four hundred. Um, I I I thought Jalen Rager would be have uh you know be producing a little bit more than he has. Uh, been a little disappointed by him. Uh, I will go ahead and say no on this. Jack Stoll plus eight hundred. Nah. Greg Ward Jr. plus ten fifty. Plus ten fifty for Greg Ward to see. He's, you know, that's plus 1050, and especially if Gardner Minshew's in there. That's the type of player Gardner Minshew loves to find. Uh, you know, I could roll a little something on plus 1050. Why not? Jason Huntley plus 1150. Yeah, no, I mean, again, uh, I don't know who that is. <laughs> JJ Arcega Whiteside plus 1500. I do know who that is. It's in that. That's not enough for me to to say yes. I wouldn't take that one at plus 15,000, and this is coming from somebody who liked him in the pre-draft process. <laughs> Saying he's been disappointing would be a major understatement. Tyree Jackson, plus 1,500. No, I, I was getting ready to say yes, because I thought maybe Tyree Kill was traded to him, and, that, that, and I didn't realize it. But then he said Jackson, and yeah, that's not the same. Richard Rogers, plus 1,800. No. John Hightower, plus 1,800. John Hightower. That sounds like uh, somebody from like a, a an action series on Fox or something. I'm gonna stay away from John Hightower. It's Dante Hightower's younger brother. I'm kidding. I have no idea if that's true. I just totally made that up because I also don't know who John Hightower is. Any other Eagles player that we haven't mentioned? Plus fourteen hundred. Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew running one in. No, I'll I'll say no. Tevin Coleman plus one thirty eight. Wow, that's a weird number. Plus one thirty eight. Yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'll go yes on this. I, I the Jets' uh, running game is is starting to get going. We're starting to see a little bit more what they like. Uh, Tardif, uh, Lawrence Tardif played really well. We'll see if he he can continue that. But uh, you know, Morgan Moses is settling in. So I I'll, I'll go yes on this. This is another strange number. Ty Johnson, plus 188. Plus 188. Yeah, this means there's been some recent movement on on there. They're getting some bets going, but it's not you know enough to make a huge ch- change there. Um, but plus 188. I'm going to say no. I'll just stick with Tevin Coleman. But that, that, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be against yes. Elijah Moore, plus 190. Uh, yeah, give it to me. Why not? Let's, let's just have some fun. Elijah Moore was more fun. This is one that I kind of like for the value. Jamison Crowder plus 260. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll jump in on that. I already know what your response is going to be, but here we go. Ryan Griffin plus 440. Hell no. On principle, as always. Oh. Denzel Mims plus 475. 
plus 475. That's not enough. I, I, I was waiting, hoping that you'd give me like a 1250 or something. No, that 450 is not enough as much as I would love to see it. Zach Wilson, plus 575. Yeah, I, he got one last week. I'm 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 gonna say he he's not going going for two weeks in a row. Austin Walters plus six hundred, but he's not even active, right? <laughs> I mean, they could. I, I think there's still time for them. They can do some <laughs> tricky things with the the call up now. But yeah, no, uh, I don't I don't think he's gonna be active. Braxton Berrios plus five forty. Yeah, it's not enough to. They caught on to the pretty boy thing. Yeah, that it, it's possible, but uh, that's not enough for me to roll it. Well, Michael P. Ryan plus nine hundred is he active? Uh, he is not, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Jeff Smith plus eight fifty. No, sorry, Jeff. Kenny Yaboa plus ten fifty. Again, is he active? Uh, sorry, sorry, Kenny. Any other Jets player that I didn't mention plus twenty four hundred? Oh man, no, no Dan Brown in there, huh? We got we got uh, the lost symbol scoring a touchdown and now tell you who would have been an interesting one for the plus twenty four hundred if he was active again this week, and that's Josh Johnson because you never know if you get down to the goal line. Remember they put him in on that two point conversion. If the Jets are in a short situation, maybe they throw him in there for a trick play, but he's not going to be active, so no need to do that. No touchdowns being scored in the game by either team plus fourteen thousand. Go ahead, throw 50 bucks on it. Throw 25 bucks on it. If Gardner Minshew plays, and go ahead. You throw 50 bucks on that, you win seven seven grand. That I you you're probably not winning that bet. But plus 14,000, I like the chance. Chris, this is a first for us this season. We're going to do player passing props, but We don't have odds for the Eagles quarterback because we don't know for sure whether it's going to be Hurts or Minshew. So the props are only Zach Wilson. Over, under, 222.5. You can't, this is one of those bets you you can't bet the under. Like, you just can't. Uh, You either have to stay away from this or take the over because 225 is so low. Uh, Even with as much as... He's been struggling in the first half. That's such a low number, man. So I, I'd stay away from this. But if you feel the need to bet it, you you got to go over on that. And I know the Eagles secondary is playing pretty well, but still. That's over under passing yards, by the way, not touchdowns. I don't think Zach Wilson's going to have 222.5 touchdowns. That would be a much easier bet to make. Yes, indeed. As far as touchdowns, by the way, it's over under 1.5. Under on that. I'll take the under on it. Total completions over under 20.5. He's got to prove stuff. He's got to prove some stuff where I start taking overs on him. So uh, I'm going to go under. Total pass attempts over under 33.5. Yeah, see, this this is another thing that I feel is affected by Minshew or or Hurts. I'll I'll go over on that, though. Total interceptions over under 1.5. This is a a stay away, but if I was going to bet, I'd go under. Total receiving yards. Ryan Griffin is over under 19.5. Ty Johnson is over under 14.5. And Elijah Moore is over under 53.5. Give give me Ty Johnson for sure. I'm going to go Elijah Moore too and no Ryan Griffin off principle, even though that's a ridiculously no number that he should be a pit. 
Total rushing yards, Tevin Coleman over under 37.5, Ty Johnson over under 18.5, Miles Sanders over under 68.5. Also, player to have the most rushing yards, Tevin Coleman is plus 185, Miles Sanders is minus 250. So clearly, Miles Sanders is a huge favorite in this category. All right, I like, I love, love, love the overs on Coleman and Ty Johnson. Uh, I, again, I'm going unders on Miles Sanders, partially because my, I'm mad at Miles Sanders for letting me down early in fantasy, but also just because the Eagles have so many running backs they use. And yeah, so I I, I think they got those odds probably right, though with the Sanders and uh, Tevin Coleman one. Man, yeah, that, I'd stay away from that. Just, again, I are I go with uh, Tevin Coleman, but it's. It's just because the Eagles, there's, I don't know which running back they'll they'll lean on. They they they're getting like very they're very belly checky in with how they uh, should decide which running backs to use on which week. Total yards from scrimmage, Ty Johnson over under thirty six point five. Ooh, yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, you can get it passing and rushing. That's that's a low number, and I like that a lot. Total kicking points. Matt Amendola is over under 5.5. Jake Elliott is over under 7.5. I, I, I'm, I'm staying away from Amendola for sure because nah, what am I counting on him to make? And that Elliott's tempting, though, because, you know, I'm going I'm to st- stay under, though, because of uh, the Minshew possibility. Now to close out the show, we'll get our picks for the week from our friend Walter Cherapinski over at WalterFootball.com. Walter, welcome back to the show, sir. Thanks, Scott. Going to begin with the Jets as usual. They're seven-point home underdogs against the Eagles this week. Uh, I like the Jets to cover the spread, uh, maybe even win outright, which may sound crazy, but Jalen Hurts has been limited in practice all week. Uh, if he can't scramble, he might struggle because that's his best asset. He's very inconsistent as a passer, and while this is an easy matchup uh, passing-wise against the Jets, I, I still don't uh, think that it's a guarantee that he's going to do well as a passer. Uh, Zach Wilson, is, uh, you know, he's struggled against the Blitz so far this year, but the Eagles don't blitz very much. Uh, in fact, the Raiders are the only team that, that blitzes fewer in the NFL. So uh, it's a decent matchup for Wilson, and the Jets have beaten the, the Bengals and the Titans at home earlier this year. Uh, I don't see why they can't beat the Eagles, or at least uh, keep this game close. Uh, so there's only one early game uh, I like on the slate this week. Uh, that is the Chargers plus three against the Bengals. Uh, the Bengals are coming off a huge win against the Steelers. Everyone's hyped up to bet them. Uh, this line was minus one and a half before last week's games, and now it's minus three. Uh, so I think there's value with the Chargers. I, I think the Chargers match up very well against the Bengals because the Chargers bring a ton of pressure and the Bengals may not be able to pass protect for Joe Burrow uh, because they're going to be down uh, in all likelihood two offensive linemen. So the Chargers should be able to win in the trenches. Uh, but there are three late afternoon games I like. Uh, the first one's the Steelers plus four and a half against the Ravens. Uh, I know just said, I just said the Steelers have gotten trashed last week against the Bengals. This is a much easier match though for them. Uh, the Ravens blitz a lot, but Ben Roethlisberger is very good against the Blitz. Uh, meanwhile, the Ravens seem to have every single cornerback on their rosters on the injury report. Uh, they might they might be down several cornerbacks in this game, uh, which which bodes well for the Steelers with their talented receivers. Uh, and the Ravens really don't blow out teams that much, uh, except for their uh, last week's 
I six point win against the Browns. Uh, the last time they won by more than three this year was back in Week Six. So uh, you know these Steelers Ravens games are always close. Uh, I like the plus four and a half. Seems like a lot of value for the Steelers. Uh, another home underdog. I like the St- the Seahawks plus three and a half against the 49ers. Uh, we've been wrong about Russell Wilson the past few weeks. I, I've liked him coming off a loss, but uh, he struggled with his injured finger. But this is the time that he was supposed to return, like the exact time. Uh, so he should be healthier this week. Uh, this line was plus two and a half before the Monday night game. It went up to plus three and a half, uh, which I think is crazy because the 49ers are going to be down their best offensive player, Debo Samuel. They're going to be down their second best defensive player in Fred Warner. Uh, and the Seahawks match up well against the 49ers. They've, they've beaten them 14 of the, out of the last 16 times. Uh, the reason for that is because the 49ers struggle against scrambling quarterbacks. Uh, Russell Wilson obviously uh, identifies as one. Uh, Kyler Murray uh, is another scrambling quarterback, and the Niners have had issues with him. They lost to him earlier this year. They lost to Russell Wilson earlier this year, uh, and now the Seahawks are a three-and-a-half point home underdog. It just seems very appealing to me. Uh, staying in that division, I like the Rams minus 13 against the Jaguars, uh, so this seems like a high line considering the Rams have lost three in a row, but you think if you think about it, they lost to a Titans team that still had its top receivers, then they lost to the, the red-hot 49ers, and they lost to the Packers last week. This is a major step down for them in competition. The Jaguars are terrible. Uh, they got they were basically blown out last week against Atlanta, and the Rams are so much better than Atlanta. Uh, the Jaguars are going to be missing their top two cornerbacks, so I think that really bodes well for the Rams' passing attack. So I, I think the Rams really blow out uh, Jacksonville this week. Uh, finally, Monday night, I like the Bills, minus two and a half against the Patriots. So everyone is, is riding high on the Patriots. Uh, they're eager to bet them. Uh, there's tons of public money coming in on New England. But I think Buffalo is the right side. Uh, everyone wants to... Um you know, uh, they, they want to crown Mac Jones as Offensive Rookie of the Year, and he's been great so far. Uh, but he's had some easy matchups uh, recently, and Buffalo has the number one pressure rate in the NFL, so they could give him a lot of trouble in the trenches. Uh, and also, the Patriots' defense is being lauded as, as being terrific. And while, you know, you have to you have to give Bill Belichick a ton, tons of credit for turning this around from last year, uh, the defense hasn't really been tested. So last week, they played the Titans, who were missing A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, and Derrick Henry. Uh, the week before they played Atlanta, who's missing uh, Cordell Patterson. The week before they played the Browns, uh, and we saw the Browns only score 13 against the Lions the following week. Uh, the week before that, they played the Panthers uh, and Sam Darnold. So uh, a couple of, you know, four easy games for their uh, for their defense. This is going to be much tougher against Josh Allen, and then Bill Belichick's defenses have always struggled against scrambling quarterbacks. So I like Buffalo at minus two and a half. I think they win by at least a field goal, maybe a touchdown or more. So those are the Walter football.com week 13 picks back to you scott thanks walter make sure you check out everything they're doing at walterfootball.com a lot of draft content plenty of gambling and fantasy it's all there right now and it's constantly being updated walterfootball.com and check out everything that we're doing over at playlikeajet.com and the play like a jet youtube channel lots of film breakdowns there are going to be plenty of them after the game from luke grant so make sure that you check those out and if you haven't given us a five-star review on itunes for the podcast yet if you could go ahead and do that for us really appreciate it easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing doesn't take you much time doesn't cost you any money but it goes a long way to help us out so if you could go ahead and do that for us we'd be quite grateful and for the latest and greatest in new york jets podcasts and content you know where to go that's play like a jet digital and play like a jet.com. <laughs>